And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. Tina, how you doing? I'm good, Rob. It's been a crazy day, but I'm here. Good. Crazy days are always crazy good. Crazy day. Yeah. Busy. Mine's not even over yet, so after this, yeah. it's off to other stuff. And if you're hearing this, it's well, well before the day it's coming out, because it's coming out on... Uh, the 20 something or other. So if you're hearing this, it's Wednesday, the 26th, 26th. Wednesday, the 26th, mm-hmm. you know, live and in color. Um, <laughs> as always, check out our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And hopefully by the time you hear this TikTok with our lovable faces, so you can see what we look like every blue moon. And then make sure to go check us out on the Amazons and the uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you can hear the uh, podcast. And beforehand, I need to throw a little shout out to uh, someone who's been like kind of cool to me and hooking me up um, at Fontana Mazda, my buddy Jose. He's the assistant sales manager there. Uh, If you need a car, go there. And mostly if you want a Mazda, they're really cool. (laughs) I love this guy to death. He's a really young dude and he's a manager, but he's kind of like in the, in the scheme of things of like, he's, uh, he's just hip. Like he, like mostly with me going there, Tina, you can kind of, you know, me, I'm like, I'm always joking and shit. And he took my jokes really well and he's just a cool guy. So I told him I'd give him a little shout out cause he's, uh, always nice. helping me up. And I'm going to throw this over to you because we're going to talk real estate and that they're buying a home and, um, the ins and outs, goods and um, bads right now. Um, I'll throw it to you. Okay. Well, uh, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Victoria Camacho. She's uh, been a friend of mine since junior high and she's a real estate agent and one of my partners in crime. And most of the time when I'm talking about something nine times out of 10, I'm with her. So welcome Vicki. Applaud, applaud. How wonderful. (laughs) Hi guys. Nice to be here. Thank you. (laughs) Hi there. So, um, so I have to tell you, Rob, how are we today? I might be, Oh, we're good. We're good. But what I was going to say, Rob, I was going to say, I might just go ahead and talk to you about that Mazda guy because I'm going to be looking for another car. <laughs> it's good. He's he's really cool. And he's uh, he's in Fontana. He's out in the Inland Empire, but he's he's well worth uh, traveling for. He's really cool. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Well, thank so, you again. So, yeah, for- so today we're going to talk about. <laughs> You're welcome. Vic, why don't you tell us about yourself? Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. So again, my name is Victoria Camacho. I work with Keller Williams in Porter Ranch in California. Uh, I've been a real estate agent for about going on 20 years. Um, But I did start it off as a front desk, Um, got hired through a wonderful person who just took uh, me into her wing and... um, I went off. Um, I am experienced in obviously the front desk. Um, I've done a lot of um, auditing on files, transaction coordinator. I'm also uh, had experience in escrow. But the reason why I'm saying all this is because I believe I stand out compared to a lot of other of my peers because I have quite a bit of knowledge. And um, so 
basically, I started off in other as, areas. yes, in other areas. And um, I don't mind the paperwork. I love working with people. I love having that opportunity, especially first time buyers. First time buyers are amazing individual people. And it's, it's where my personality comes out, where I'm just here to help and guide you in a direction for your future um, home experience, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I am again, just love what I do. And I, you know, just hoping I can help somebody uh, get into their first home. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, what did I want to talk about, if that was all right with you, as the, for the first-time buyers? Um, I know it's quite scary for first-time buyers to even think if they can do uh, at this moment in time. With the interest rates really being high, there is a lot of, lot of options for, especially for first-time buyers. Um, there's CalHafa which is a loan out there that you can put um, if you qualify, of course, and all again, all this is qualified and I'm not an expert in the lending. Let's make that clear, but there's some information that I do know that could help you guide you to talk to the right lender to tell them, Hey, this is an option for you. Never, ever, ever say that you can never do this because it's things are always possible. You got to be positive. You got to believe in, something and just takes the steps one day at a time. So uh, again, it's just, it's just a challenge for some people, but again, in this time that we're in, it actually makes sense if you're able to do it, if you have the financial means to do it, then do it. And my opinion, and the reason why I say this as of now is because once the interest rates go back down, which is a lot of people's concerns, what's going to happen with when the interest rates go down? Does anybody know? The prices go up. The prices go up. So when you, the prices go up? The prices do go up. Yes, you are correct. They go up to where at this moment when the interest rates are down, like we saw about eight or nine months ago, if the interest rates are down, what happens to you again that goes up and you have multiple people coming in and um, outbidding and actually literally you're in competition with 15 mm -hmm. to 15 to 20 people, sometimes even 30 I've heard from a lot of my associates and it's not fun. And it really, really discourages a lot of, a lot of buyers in that way, because again, you start thinking, Oh my God, I can't own a home. Oh my God, I can't do this. What am I going to do? And then they give up. But again, at this moment, if you are able to do it at this moment, if you have the financial needs and you have it, it's the best time to do it now because of the options that are out there for buyers and because you won't be going into that where there, it could be in the springtime, later in the springtime, summertime, where that all right there is going to uh, be in a competition. So... Yeah. So again, I can help guide you to talk to the right lender or unless you have a right person who you want to talk to. I, I literally hold people's hands. I do. <laughs> and um, I'll even cry with you if you want. So, <laughs> but I, I do everything that I can in order to make things happen for them. So, yeah. So, 
Um, my understanding from what would you say is the first step for somebody that's trying to buy a home? Okay. Well, first of all, we need to, first of all, you want to try to tell me what you want. Tell me what are your goals for the next for for what type of home you want. Do you want three bedrooms? Do you want four bedrooms? Do you want I want to get to know you. That's just my preference, how I work with my clients. I ask them what are their needs. And then the second thing is, is that I ask them, I'll say, okay, do you have anybody who you trust? Who do you trust with your financial situation? Go to a lender, talk to the lender. Talking to a lender that you know will break it down for you what you can what you cannot do. If you can't do things at this moment, whether you have lower in, lower credit score or maybe you don't have enough, you just got a new job, what a lender does is it focuses you um, in the next year or even six months, gives you that guide to what to do in order to get to that next step. Once you get into that, I'm ready to go, you get pre-approved by a lender. Um, they look for it through all your financial stuff. You get that all done. And once I have a number, um, we're ready to go. We're ready to look at houses and let's enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh, I'm sorry, Tina, go. No, no, go ahead, Rob. Uh, I was more asking, like, right now, um, do you see more houses up for sale, mostly in California or, or is the market kind of um, stagnant where people are staying in their houses now and there's like smaller amounts of uh, inventory? Well, there is definitely smaller uh, still inventory. And a lot of reason why at this moment, as we speak now, is that there's a lot of um, sellers out there that want to hold on to their home because the interest rates that they got when it was, 1.5, 2 point, they want to stay in there. So there's not a whole lot of movement because of that. The second thing though, even before mm -hmm. all of this, we still were looking at low um, homes for sale. And that could go for many, many reasons on, on that level, but it is still kind of a seller's market. Um, the seller's market is, they do have an advantage still. They're just not high like they were again eight or nine months ago um so and then also for the buyers they actually do have an advantage of that as well because we're seeing that buyers are actually asking for closing costs closing costs helps you with that um on that level and uh why are you laughing <laughs> 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 no, we're not laughing at you. No, I, I we're trying send, to work out kinks on on the program here. Yeah. He's, he's uh, I was trying to send, uh, send her a message to ask you the next question. <laughs> and I can't, I can't see because I don't have my glasses on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Oh, Sorry, guys. Okay. Keep going, Vicky. Okay. Well, all right. Um. Well, ask did, me the next. Did you lose question. your track? I did. I did. I lost my track. But tell me, Rob, again. What was my? What was your other question? I mean, did I answer it? Did I answer it for you? Um, yeah, you, it, it was more just like what's available right now. Because um, let's say I was going to come into some money. M my thing is this is like 
look, I, I want to buy property. I'm not sure in California. So let, let's just say in general, and, and I'm guessing that the market is probably different in every state, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I think right now it's the, the best time at, at my age that if I come into some money to, to put it into some land, because I make a decent amount of money, but I have no write-offs. Okay. All right. So if you do want to do investing. So land would be good. Land. Mm-hmm. I, when you say land will be good. So if you wanted to purchase on land, um, obviously in the San Fernando Valley, LA area is going to be pretty pricey. And it also depends on how much you want to put down mm-hmm. or how much you can afford. Um, believe it or not, uh, there was a time even Lancaster mm-hmm. and Palmdale, that was the hit area to go out of LA and purchase. But it's, it's, it has become where mm-hmm. right now you cannot find, you can barely find a home instead of like a town home under 500,000. I mean, you probably can, but it's, it's, you have the good areas and you have your bad areas. Wow. It depends on where you want to go. But obviously people are actually going towards Bakersfield right. because Bakersfield is the one that is actually pretty uh, reasonable in the prices that everybody wants to purchase at, you know, under 500,000. Um, there's other areas, of course, say like I have a land that I have for sale in San Bernardino. Well, San Bernardino in that particular area, um, it's, it could be for a person who wants to purchase a home, but it could be also for developers. But again, developers are not looking to build at this moment. Um, they're looking at just grabbing a house right. and flipping it um, because they it's just the what they could get out of it later is just not there for them at this moment. Um, so if you did want to go out of state, yes, of course, of course you would go out of California. They would be able to find something, um, out of state. And and just to let you people know, if you ever have anybody who's interested in moving out of California, I can find you a realtor agent anywhere in the United States. So, um, uh, I literally get on the phone with people and I actually call them up and say, hey, I got clients who are looking for this, this, that. And hopefully I choose the right one that sounds a good fit for my clients. My clients talk to them. And if it all works out, boom, I have a referral mm-hmm. for them. Um, so, yeah, again, you can go out of state and make awesome. some money out of that. I've actually encouraged some of my clients to actually say, because they've asked me, where do you think I can go ahead and invest, Victoria? I don't think we can invest around here anymore. I said, well, then why don't you try another state? Another state could be, you can do that all you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's very possible. See, if you're looking for land, um, there's not, again, not that much land around here, but yeah, it, it is possible. If you get them up with the money, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is, is some of the harder points about buying a home? Like what, what's the struggle with getting a place of your own like well what have you seen people having the most issues with well and unfortunately in this time frame it's just not making enough money um just not making enough in order to purchase the home and it's really sad it's really horrible to even think that way you have somebody that's working really really hard and making a good 50 60 70 thousand a year and it's still very much a challenge at that point um 
And then also it's, it's a lot of, uh, it also about your credit score. You know, you got to keep up with your bills. You got to pay your payments. You got to build that credit up. Um, you have to be 690 and up where it's pretty good. Um, where at least you can start off with. So again, who, if anybody who's challenged in this market, mm-hmm. as much as you can save as much as you can pick up your credit score and talk to your financial individual. How can I get to this next point? What do I need to do? Um, you know, like I said, I, I, Tina, you know me very well. I just try to be hopeful and, 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 and keep encouraging my, my clients that never stop believing. It may take a while, but just keep, keep that faith that it will happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's true. I know um I've I've actually listened to you work. I'm on I I'm I go out with you all the time. We're always doing something. You're working around the clock for people. And I don't think I would do your job. <laughs> when I leave my work, everybody's gone, you know? You're you're getting phone calls on vacation and you're getting you're having to handle things in a bathroom at a restaurant and you know, I, I think about what you do all the time going, I am glad she's so patient and you are, you're super patient where I don't have those. So yeah, it's, no, it's it kind is. of fun watching you work. Cause I see how, how much you put into it, but it's also, it's also, um, man, I don't want your job. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Less religious for me to compete with. I'm okay with that. That's a good thing. Um, I, like I told yeah. you, I, I love what I do. I, I'm, you know, there's a lot of agents out there that are sometimes they, you know, they just do it for money. My apologies to all the associates out there. Um, but for me, I look at it as I guess it's a challenge. It's a challenge that I'm willing to step over and take your hand and again, guide you to wherever you need to be at. Um, it is stressful. It can be tiresome especially when you're repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating um a lot of people just don't think how they want to think because it it's the media out there says that it's a horrible time it's a horrible time and a horrible time but they don't really tell you all the truth in it because again if you're able to financially do it at this moment anything's possible because your financial in uh your financial is different than Rob's financial or whatever situation you're in or how much you owe or how much everything you got to look at all of that as you individual stop listening to everybody. And there's nothing wrong with just seeing how it works. Seeing go again, find and talk to somebody, talk to me. We'll, we'll keep going and we'll keep, I'll keep uh, answering your questions just to hopefully get to you again to buy a home. So I actually love what I do. I do. It make it, it makes it worth it in the end when I give them that keys. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Cocktails. <laughs> she, she is actually, we go out to eat and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yay, they got there. <laughs> so do so you, um, you sell pretty much all over the Valley. I do. And I've actually gone as far out as Palmdale, Lancaster, Co- um, uh, Covina, 
And I actually working with a client, but right now she's working on her credit score right now, but she wants to do something in um, Riverside. So uh, Simi Valley, Mora Park, you know, I, I go out of my way. I do leases. I do uh, rent renting. Um, I'll rent your house or I'll find, I'll help you uh, find a home um, with uh, rental. Uh, I do a little bit of commercial and some investing. So I'm, I'm, I think I have, I'm full of uh, all tricks <laughs> when it comes down to real estate. I do all of it. Where would you say is the best bang for your buck in California right now? Ooh, good question. When you say California, do you mean just in our area or mainly outside of area, outside of no, California? In California, like where's the, is there a place, is there a place that's booming in California? Um, when you say booming, okay. So like, where is it still growing? Or that, or is it a mm -hmm. question of you're asking, is it um, uh, the place, best place to purchase a home? Well, I, I would start with that. Like where, what's the best up and coming place? Like the more affordable housing, is there a place that, that is starting to build up? You said something about Bakersfield, but is that... California or is that just because of the valley? Um, I would think the reason why I say Bakerfield is growing is because, again, everybody's going on the outskirt because they can't find anything under 400,000. So if you stay in L.A., San Fernando, you know, you're 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 more than likely if you want to stay under 500,000, you're going to be looking at a townhome. There's still a lot of homes under 500 uh, townhomes under 500,000. Uh, but a home home, when, if you want a home, you have to go out a little bit further. So honestly, again, California is, is quite high everywhere. So when you say bank for your money, mm. <laughs> even to me, that's a good question. Because again, it goes to what you qualified, what you have in your pocket. Yeah. I, I, the reason that I ask is because where, where we live in the San Fernando Valley, I've never seen, I've lived here my whole life. I've never seen prices top out as, as what they did, um, during COVID. And even afterwards, like you always send the medium price of a house in the cities that are around mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And it blows my mind right. because they're like record high. Mm -hmm. They're, they're completely it, it doesn't even make sense to pay for what you're getting at that price range. And so, you know, and, and starting over being that I'm divorced and starting over, like where would a good place be where the prices are still low? You're still in California, but maybe they're more like up and coming, like, like the boom that happened in Lancaster and Palmdale. Like, is there another place that this is starting to happen? <laughs> Um, again, you got me stuck on that one. As much as I would like to say, I don't want to be negative about the market. I don't want to be negative about the San Fernando Valley. But again, it all comes down to you, what you qualify for. Um, 
because for you starting off simple mm-hmm. in, in, and uh, wanting to purchase something, again, we can still find something for you in a townhome or a condominium, um, sometimes under 400000 in between 350 to 500 And that's usually where a lot of people feel more comfortable than the 800000 900000 because if you look in even, say, like Pacoima, when you said I give you statistics on every week, what city I pick, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of where mm-hmm. Pacoima, where I used to, uh, my grandmother used to live, 800 to 900,000 still. It's quite it's quite an awe, you know, if to everyone. It's insane. It's 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 I, isn't it. It's just different. This is the way I look at it. It's just different. Okay, we're in a different situation. If a lot of people like to think it's going to crash still. In my opinion, and I say I'm and a lot of people might disagree with me, but in my opinion, and when I look at the facts of everything that has happened, let's just say even when coronavirus happened, if it would have crashed, it would have crashed then. It didn't. It spiked everything up. Okay. In this time that we're in now, right? in this time that we're, coronavirus is pretty much gone, everybody is either went back to work or unemployment or the fact that they um, can't find a job or don't want to go work, things are still going up. And it's, it's, it's where it questions people. It questions even me. And again, you just got to keep going, take care of yourself. Do your, do your due diligence by uh, investigating where would you like to go live at? Where do you think it would be you able to survive? And um, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. And, and I, I, again, I just try to keep the hopeful thinking that it will it will be good for some people. And again, it won't be good for other people. Um, but the market, if you look again at statistics from even when it crashed around 2000, uh, 2008, you can't really compare it to where it is now. It's different. So where do we go from here? I don't have a crystal ball. I don't. But my understanding is, is that if you do not, Take this opportunity, the time that we're in at this moment, because they're saying the interest rates might go into the fives because they're supposed to meet. The federal is supposed to meet, um, I believe, either the third or the fifth of May. And we might go back to five. Yeah, I think we would go back to five. Once that happens again. Once everybody gets into the, oh, in the groove again, let's go ahead and get the loan. Let's go search for a property. And then sellers are going to realize, oh, people are out there buying. Prices go up. So it, it's it's kind of, it's, it's really mm-hmm. challenging uh, a question for me because it's just my opinion that it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to tell you where to go because again, you are the individual. It's up to you what you want to pay and what you don't want to pay. Um, so hopefully that answered your question, Tina. Sorry. It's okay. No, that, was a, that was a good answer. I'm okay with that. I tend to mumble. So I apologize. Yeah, I think, um, <laughs> oh. 
You did not mumble. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I remember um, the 2009, you know, the, the crazy crash. I lived in Vegas at the time and a friend of mine lived in a private community there. And there was a house that was like 6,000 square feet that sold for like 400,000 or 480,000, something crazy. <laughs> but I have a friend um, in Rancho, Cucamonga, who sold her house, I forgot how many years ago, like four years ago now. And I think she sold it in the high threes. Mm -hmm. The person who bought that house just sold that house for half a million dollars. Wow. And mm -hmm. so the, the market mm -hmm. is obviously still there for people who want to buy in mm -hmm. California. And, you know, you, it, you it's like California is always going to be California. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as you as when you say that, it's 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 the truth, because if you really think about it, California is all you're always going to have equity. That's what a lot of buyers are scared of is too, is because what if I purchase this house at this price and it crashes again or whatever the case may be? Well, you as a visual owner, you all you need to do, unless you deciding to uh, move right away and just keep up your payments, just keep it up. Just keep continuing making your payments. Just keep watching where the market is. You're not going to lose. You're just going to, you, you're just paying your mortgage. Now, again, if you were to decide, if you purchase a house and you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and purchase this and I'm going to sell it in two years, then, okay, maybe that will affect you, of course. But if you're there for long term, you won't lose. And if you continue to see that over the years with even, even, even if you buy your home within one year to two years, you already have some type of equity. This is California. <coughs> Excuse me. You have equity, you know, so. <coughs> sorry sorry about that so it's it's a fact of how much you're willing to pay for it again if you can keep continuing to rent you're losing out because you're paying somebody else's mortgage all that money that you have rented mm -hmm. in five years ten years that right there was your down payment that right there you could have already had five years in, or, 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 or my math is horrible sometimes, but you would use, you have equity, you have equity in your home. So <clears throat> the timing right now, again, is, is sellers are still have an opportunity and so do buyers. So it, it's, I, I keep, I keep saying this at the same time, it's all up to you. And if you're able to do it, if you have the cash, let's go for it. <laughs> You know, I remember when we bought our house when <clears throat> before we got married, and I remember that we paid two twenty six six for it. Mm -hmm. And we, my dad said, "So, well, what you what you buy the house for?" And we told him. He goes, "Holy shit!" He goes, "When I bought the house, it was like fifty two thousand, right?" And that was uh, that was probably twenty five years before we bought ours, but then. <clears throat> Now I'm looking at um, people that are buying the same type of houses that we bought and they're going first and they're in the sevens mm -hmm. and it's in the same area It's the same type of house may have a few more upgrades, but because of, of the price of everything going up and just inflation and everything that's, it seems like 
every generation has to go through the the price increases. And um, mm -hmm. it, it blows my mind it, it what does. houses yeah. are at now. You know, it's, it's. Uh, well, think of it this way. So I, I now understand my father who was. <laughs> Right. Right. And that goes for my father, too. Like, you know, he, his house is paid off. And at and think of it this way, though, too, for them, the interest rate were higher back then. Um, they were as high as 15. But the yeah. difference was in that was that because the prices mm -hmm. were lower. So but even if you think about it that way, they were still struggling just as much because again, you're paying a high interest rate, but a lower home. We're in the opposite way where we have higher homes. Well, wait, right now we're not in higher homes. We're kind of like at, um, we're a normal market. If, if the way I can describe it, we are in a definite home normal market. But again, what makes the difference out of it is that why sellers are able to get more for their homes because there's no inventory. When you have no inventory, you have people, and people who want to buy. So that's how it comes into a multiple bid where they're paying a little bit more at times. Um, the other thing you got to remember though, too, right. and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was just, I was just saying about how it used to be. So, okay. So I have a buyer or I have, I have a client, they want to purchase, but they just haven't moved or open the door yet. And according to them, they keep thinking, well, if I purchase a house, I'm worried that I will lose. And again, it goes into my, um, it goes into saying that if you purchase a home, you're not going to lose if the, if, if the economy crashes, as long as you're able to pay for it. Right. So he's afraid to move forward. And it's a hard decision at this moment for a client who wants to buy. Do I do it now and take this high interest rate and pay some PMIs or pay some extra money off of that? Right. Or do I wait? But if you wait, you're going to be paying higher for a house. So which one do you do? How do I convince somebody this is the time to do it, but I understand how yeah, to just tell them to do it when they can. Like that, and exactly that. But you know, that but yeah. see that's with, the with house With with house buying, it's never for for being like the buyer. We had to when we did it. It was not a good time. It was never a good time. It's like how do you come up with that much money for a down? How do you come up with everything? But if you want it bad enough, you find a way to make it all work. And real estate always goes up. It's like the probably one of the best ways if you're going to uh, invest to invest in something because. Exactly. You don't have the same issues like you would with stocks and other things. Like, exactly. you know, mm -hmm. if you stay mm -hmm. in the house mm -hmm. or if you rent it out long enough, the prices are going to go. You're going to get what you what you want out of right. it. And, and 
you could go and do whatever you got to do when it's time to retire. Like you do what you invest in order f- to take care of yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. Makes sense to me to do it when you can. Right. Right. Exactly. And what I was going to say to you is like, you can never say it's a bad time to buy because it's not, it is up to you, the individual. Again, are you able to do it? Do you have the means to have the cash and the down payment to do it? You can't just look at it as a down as again, when I was saying about how the um, news likes to put out, oh, it's bad timing, bad timing. No, it's not. You as the individual is the one who has to um, uh, might be in a different position than somebody else who's struggling. So and then. Also, everything you just said right now, it, it's it's an investment. If you're going to invest into a home, that's the best thing to do instead of stocks. Because in reality, if you have stocks, what happens when you when it crashes? You lose a lot more. With your house, you don't because it's there. It's yours. And if you really think about it, everybody that owns a house right now in California, you are, you are a millionaire. You are actually a millionaire because the house is your property it's it may not you may not see in your bank account you may not see in your hands when you're counting dollar bills (laughs) but it's there and um it's uh it's Mm -hmm. it it, i can't again it's up to you on what you are able to do i had a buyer i I had a buyer who wait who um i uh, i ended up helping out too and they waited like three to four years to do it because they couldn't really push to go do it. That three or four years, they probably would have been in a house 2000 to 3000 less than when they purchased it two years ago. So the more you wait. 200,000 or 2000? 200,000. Three years. That's what I said. I meant it's crazy. It's crazy because again, that just shows you how quickly the prices have gone up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, it, it's, it's, and again, some buyers that I have, if you're going to wait, you're paying more. And I, we, as realtors, we have, uh, like a realtor report that comes out every other, every other month for us. And it gives us statistics on, uh, how much this time from last year, how much has gone up quite high. It, it, it's, 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 it's quite amazing on how much when you could about even six months ago, how much you have, um, could be in your home and already earning equity in there. So it's, it's something. Yeah. So things have really ballooned. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah. What what made the prices balloon like that? Uh, well, you know what? Some this is somebody told me this once, and uh, this is when was it? Two thousand in two thousand eight. I go back to two thousand eight. Somebody told me this, and I was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. In two thousand eight, we crashed. Right, everybody was losing their house. They were giving them up back Mm -hmm. to the banks. Well, what is the banks going to do all this time? What is the banks doing with them? They're just sitting on them. But who's the ones who are actually purchasing the ones houses that are sitting? Investors. If you're an investor, you're going to purchase that house at a lower price because 
banks are going to want to get all those ones out of there and just get them sold, right? The investors are actually holding on to these properties, which has made the renting price go up. And in this time that we're in still, even though the prices have slightly gone down in the last in the last eight months or six months, sorry, six months, you've noticed that the renting has not gone down. It is still steadily going up, going up. Because again, everybody's holding on to what they have. And once you have everybody it has a need, especially when we had a fight, you have to have a roof over your head. The need is there, which gives the investors the, the opportunity to keep, keep continuing to make the prices go up. Quite challenging again, very hard. Yeah. So I, I thought that was very interesting. And, you know, I truly believe that for sure, because if you really look at the history, that's what happened. That's what happened. So that's why, again, encourage people who are renting. You know, if you're already paying four thousand forty five hundred a month, why not look into it? Why not go ahead and see if you can qualify? And or again, if you can't do it now, make the steps happen. That's true. I I totally agree with that. Like renting for me just doesn't seem like a smart idea. You don't get the tax write-offs. You don't own anything. You're just paying somebody else's bills. That's right. I love you for saying that. That is so true. (laughs) We can just convince the other people to (laughs) just not. It is. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It it definitely does. It does. But when, you know, people are just scared to go go into a home because they don't, they, they don't want to do the maintenance. They don't want to do the, Oh my God, I got to pay the roof. Oh my God, I got to pay a new water heater. Oh my God, I have to pay, you know, leaking faucet. They, some renters are just very nervous to do that because it is a big responsibility. It is a huge uh, step because Mm -hmm. the fear is, is that, okay, I buy this house. What happens when I lose my job? Well, that's understandable thinking, but at the same time, what if you don't? You haven't so far if you're still paying rent. So it's just a mindset and it's just me trying to educate the buyer, educate and give them all that I'm aware of, my knowledge, my experience, the facts that are in on purchasing a home. And again, that's it's it's that is my job to do to help you. Um learn that. So stop renting. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Cause Don't what, I, what I pay it. a month in rent is, is out of control and I'm paying less than what they're renting. A, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I rent an apartment, so, but even right now it's, it's, it's incredible what they're asking for an apartment. A two bedroom apartment mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. in some places, 23, 2400 bucks. Yeah. That's an apartment. And it's and on one bedroom, value, right? It's over 3000. Uh, no, for two bedroom. So a two bedroom. Okay. Well, my, yeah. my, um, my poor, my poor, my poor sweet nephew, they lost their, him and his girlfriend lost their job in December. 
And it's like we all had to pitch in, try to give them the money so they could help pay rent. But they find their jobs. But still, that that's scary. So, again, it's it's but they're starting to think, OK, we're not going to rent no more. So hopefully in the next year, they're going to go ahead and do it because, um, you know, just paying what you pay in the new place that they're going to go into right now. Because they're moving from Palmdale back over here because it's just too hard in, uh, for the new jobs that they had. Just for a two bedroom, 35? I think they said 35. Crazy. Oh, and Palmdale, no, no, no. Palmdale, they, oh, were paying, Palmdale, they were paying 28 a month. They're moving over here towards the valley because they had to. 35. Here, 35. 35. Yep. So again. Yeah, when I was looking for an apartment because I thought about doing that, it was over $3,000. Yep. Yep, yep. A house across the street that I wanted to get you in, yeah. Tina. Remember? Remember I said, ooh, the house across uh-huh. the street. Get a roommate. Get a roommate. Ooh. I knew your budget. Nope. 5000 No, no. Was that it? one was going for 46 46 It's a nice it's house. $5,000 a, nice, a month. A that nice house. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice house. And you would have been across the street from me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Next time. We'll work next on time. that one. Well, next time, next time. I don't know what my husband will say, though. <laughs> He'll love it. <laughs> so, so if you had one, if you had one thing to say to um, buyers, both young and old, like what's the, what's the close on on getting them to take the leap with the exception of like, obviously rents really shitty and horrible. Um, let's say they have the money. Um, is it, is it jump in feet first and say, fuck it and just go buy a house. Or do you still try to, to position them in the best place to, you know, get the right price, get the right everything but still, you know, because look, it's it's like buying a car. You always have to give and take on features. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Um, I would say all of it, Rob, because you know, you have a relate. You, you tr- I try to build this relationship with each individual person I meet, and one of my first questions I ask them: What do? You, what is your goals? How do you see yourself? When? How do you see yourself in the future? In purchasing a home, what do you see? What do you want? And once they start telling me, oh, I'm, I'm, my dream house would be a pool and three bedrooms. Okay. So I always have that in the back of my mind. And once they start getting like, oh, I don't know what to do, or I can't do this, Victoria, there's no way, you go back to asking them that question. Tell me again. What is your goal? What is your dream? What did you tell me that you wanted? And once they think that like in that frame of mind, then just let's just jump into it. Let's go. Let's get you. Let's get you going. Because I be- I kind of agree with yeah. that. I think in life in general, you should always just <laughs> jump in. Do it. Just do it. Yeah, I, I tried it. Like I said, I'm a person who's <laughs> well, I know you, but and me, I kind of sometimes jump into things. Not always, <laughs> but, you know, I, I tend to overthink at certain times, too. But I try to put my 
I try to put my shoes. How, how do how do they say it? I try to see what they're going through. I try to see what they're. You try to walk in their I shoes. I try to see what would be the challenge or what wouldn't be the challenge for them not to move forward. And again, it comes back to. Again, we all need to have something to look forward to, something to enjoy because everybody works hard. We work so hard for things. And if you have that goal, if you have that situation, if you have it, you have the money in your hands. You can your your wife, your significant others, your mother, whatever to make this happen. Go for it. Just go for it. And I'll be there to help you every step of the way. That's right. Now, what? Let's say I'm the seller and I'm ready to get out of Dodge. Uh-oh. I'm done with California. <laughs> What's what? What do you do there? What's your first step? If I come to you and say, I'm ready, I got this house. I know it's worth, you know, 800,000 mm-hmm. in, in the market right now. And mm-hmm. I, I want to get out of Dodge. What What's the first step do I tell you, like, if I want to sell? Well, I would first give you um, an idea of how much your house is worth. I would do a revaluations of it. I would do uh, give you again to see your um, uh, CRM again, it just gives you what has been happening in your neighborhood. Um, and then uh, we go through the process of what's your goals, what do you want to do? Um, we also go through uh, where would you like to go live at and why? Again, it's me getting to know you. So then I know my direction on how to move forward. I get to know you and what your wants and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And sometimes there is some compromise what to do in that. But again, it's just at this time, it is still a seller's market. Put it on the market. Let's go. (laughs) And then, of course, I would help you find a realtor in your next destination. And how, and what are you seeing now with, with houses selling? Cause I'll give you an example. My mom, um, passed away in January and my brother um, put her house on the market in Idaho in a very small town. And I mean, super small. They, someone came in with about $24,000 above asking in cash and took it wow. in one day. Nice. Wow. <laughs> we all wish yeah, that. So, uh, I mean, and, and this was a tiny town. No, I'm sure. But what I'm saying is like here where, look, it's California and people still want to move here as as much as people are leaving. Mm -hmm. They're still filling the spots. Yes. So. So are are you seeing are you seeing quick sales still? Because I I mean, I know for a, a good time, people were just hopping into these houses super quick. Yes, yes. Um, it has slowed down because, again, we're not at, since the interest rates went up, it, it did slow down where houses were selling fast. Um, we're still going into right now. We're about uh, 35, maybe 40 days, depending on the situation you were in. Um, uh, but again, actually what we're also seeing is a lot of some homes that are falling out of escrow, um, a little bit more as well, 
at least for me, from what I've experienced in California. So it, it uh, I, again, it's still a good time for sellers because there's no inventory. Um, and let's just say you want to move out of, out of California and move over uh, to another state. I truly believe that when you retire, it makes sense for you to move in another state and purchase a home because you, you're going to have some retirement men coming over. You got to be careful as a buyer. If you're just starting off and you still got 20 years, 30 years of working hard, make sure when you go out of state that your pay or your income is going to be able to afford it. And the only reason why I say that is because here in California, we get paid more. In other states, we do not. Mm -hmm. So it matches up the economy. So that's why even though a lot of people are moving out of California, they're actually coming back to California because there's no jobs or they just don't like the weather. Or they like our weather better than over wherever they go to. So um, just be careful. Just make sure you have uh, enough means if you're younger and, and or uh, if you're younger to move out of state. When you retire, it makes sense for, for for them to go over there because, again, they're having income coming in. So um, that was what I would suggest for buyers to make sure you're going to be um, able to pay for a house out there. Perfect. That's true. Tina, are you ready to get a house? No. 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 Rob, no. are you ready to get a house? No. <laughs> Uh, not quite yet, but okay, talk um, to me maybe in the next, <laughs> maybe in the next, maybe in the next year, I think. Ooh. So. so here's the, for me, Rob, it goes like this. We're going to, we're going to talk about flipping houses and I'm going to use Vicky every chance I get and then, you know, start building, building the final part of my life. That's what I want to do. So buying houses i'd like to buy multiple are they going to be in california i don't know we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah. we will see we will see your mind yeah all right any last words for for us vicky going into uh the exit of our show what do you want to tell the people out there to do, give your information, all that fun stuff. Um, well, again, uh, just keep dreaming. Just keep working on your numbers, you know, improve your job. If you can, if you're able to grow um, and don't, don't, don't think that you can't, that it won't happen. Don't think that way. Work out, work it out and it will happen. Um, I am would be happy to help you guys out and help you guide you in any way that I can. So if you want to get a hold of me, my phone number, can I give out my phone number? I can give out my phone number. <laughs> you can. If you, if you want to give your business phone number out so they can get a hold of you, you know, not, uh, on your personal phone. Oh, okay. Who knows who's going to listen to this? Oh, well, you can always call me at 818-744-6414. Or you can reach me at my email, which is my first and last name, Victoria Camacho at kw.com. 
So it was a pleasure speaking with you. And again, just keep your dreams alive. Just keep it, keep it real. And on a side note, if you do want to buy a home and you are in our area, uh, I've known Vicky a long time. You won't be sorry. So she's mm-hmm. kind of cool. That's why I keep her around. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All righty. And, 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 and my last words are this, like, uh, I, I kind of, I kind of agree with you. I think you have to follow a dream, whatever that dream is. So if it's here in Southern California or outside and you're looking to buy a home, cause I think, you know, like having a home is important. I, I understand, uh, you know, now that I rent and I'm giving someone $2,000 a month, it would be better to give it to the, you know, my house. Mm-hmm. And on that, Hey, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, hopefully TikTok before this comes out. And you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can hear podcasts. Until next week, I'm Rob. And for my co-host, Tina, and our special guest, Victoria, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.